0: And so I think those first two years were training, mm. of like building my trust muscle, building my risk tolerance. Mm,
1: risk tolerance. Gathering,
0: yeah, investments, baby. <laughs> That's what they talk about when they talk about like, uh, what's no, your risk right. tolerance yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. when it when comes you, to investing invest. in stocks and mm-hmm, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, your business is an investment.
1: to the Badass Roadmap. I'm Jess. I'm Mads. It's our eighth and final episode, and today we're talking about the big lessons we've learned between our 20s and our 30s.
0: This is a podcast for creative business owners, so if you're here, it's maybe because you go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, everyone should be in therapy, but especially if you run your own business. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else did you do to celebrate five years?
1: Oh, Um, well, I got the massage, a massage, Mm -hmm. as I was telling you, and Mm -hmm. I feel like this applies to this episode, so Mm -hmm. it was unexpected, uh, but my massage Mm -hmm. also kind of included some Reiki and some energetic healing, and Mm -hmm. it was, like, super, super powerful and transformative, and it was interesting because, like I mentioned to you, it was just, like, I have been wanting to meditate, I've been wanting to tune back into myself, and... I have felt so busy and all this stuff. And so it was just like the universe was like, here you go. Um, Matt bought me some cookies, some like Italian cookies. I know. And I was talking to him last week Mm -hmm. about how I'm a celebrator. Like I want to celebrate things. And you and I kind of talked about that too with birthdays. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like we like, I want to celebrate all the things, like not even just gifts, but just like being, in a celebratory manner and mm-hmm. having uh using things as like motivation too in a sense to keep mm-hmm. going because that's kind of what I think of when I think of gratitude and celebration and um being proud of yourself it's like oh I'm on the right path let's keep going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I was mentioning I was like oh are you going to do anything for my five-year business anniversary and I was like basically like please do something for my five-year business <laughs> 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 and in. yeah and And I was like, do you even know what it is? And he was like, he always does this game of where he guesses, like, the dates right around it. He's like, oh, Mm -hmm. is it this day? Is it this day? Mm -hmm. And so I was surprised. He went to the store and he got it uh, when he picked up food. And I was like, oh, like, it was, like, so nice. Like, we're heading out on vacation next week. And he has just been picking up so much slack. And I just really appreciate that support because I Mm realized that, because of my perfectionism, because of just feeling like I have to take control, I have to do it all, like I've been valued for doing it all, I sometimes forget that, like, oh, I have a partner in this situation, and especially, like, when we're going on vacation, there are so many things that he can help with when, Mm -hmm. like, you know, those kinds of things. So, So, yeah, that's the long answer of (laughs) that. And then I still want to do a dinner. But now with a big mural coming up in time away, I'm not sure when that will be. Yeah. So but yeah. What uh anything you're excited to celebrate about out about soon? Stuttering? Um
0: I mean I celebrated the one year on the boat. Yeah. Um, we had a little cake, we had a little uh, a little, the little drinks, a little hot dogs, which by the way, I've got like 16 hot dog buns cause <laughs> I went camping last weekend and uh, I thought I had gotten, <laughs> I like went away with like eight hot dog buns and like 10 hot dogs of like a different brand. And I was like, okay, cool. This is, I left it in like somebody's cooler. I was like, somebody else has to deal with this. But somehow, like, I got zero hot dogs and, like, zero hot dog wieners and, like, 16 hot dog buns. <laughs> so it was, like, a really weird exchange rate in that, like, I got rid of my hot dogs. But I came home with someone else's buns. And so that means that somebody else got my hot dogs. Mm. And, like, like, doing the math on it is kind of weird. So um, I have 16 hot dog buns, if anybody needs hot dogs and uh we had a little like boat celebration and yeah my birthday's in july and now after our conversation the other night i've kind of started to think about like what do i want my birthday to look like this year and i don't know what the answer is Mm. i don't really like my birthday
1: Uh... well we know that you want to wake up and watch the sunrise Yeah, that's been your consistent thing to celebrate which I think is beautiful like not everyone takes that moment yeah and and sunrises are so gorgeous (laughs) actually you want to talk about how last year you like literally paddled into your 30s I don't know if we ever mentioned that
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know what like that's a good segue into talking about our episode theme today, yeah. which is 20s versus 30s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Look at that. So... Look at how we always tie <laughs> it back together. <laughs> we really do. Okay. So, uh, I decided for my 30th birthday, which was last July that I wanted to literally paddle into my thirties. So I started at around like 11 o'clock, 10, 1030, 11 ish on a Saturday night. My birthday was on a Sunday and I started paddling. I paddled about 26 miles. I had initially thought maybe I'd do 30 and then I was like, yeah, I don't care if I have those extra four miles or not. And I timed it perfectly. So I was hitting 26 miles right around the time that the sun was rising. And I, so I kind of, you know, I had the whole, (laughs) the whole night to just like reflect paddle in the dark. I love paddling at night. I love paddling when it's dark out. You kind of just like lose track of time. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna listen to music. I didn't listen to music. I just kinda of paddled in silence in the dark. Um and came into uh this dock right around sunrise. My friends met me there. My friends were very kind enough to when I said, I want you guys to meet me at seven AM on a Sunday, they all showed up. <laughs> and we had a little breakfast and uh that was like my little birthday party. And then I, I went home and I slept. Uh, Which was really nice for me because I, I don't know, the birthday itself is weird. And then I woke up and I went and hung out with my aunt and uncle, which was nice to kind of like have family to kind of tie it all back together at the end of the day.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I remember you telling me about how that all went and what time were you born? Like, do you feel like the time that you were born makes a difference?
0: No, I was born around like noon.
1: Okay, okay. The reason I say that is because I was born at 11.15 p.m., so I Mm -hmm. feel like I always want to stay up until at least that because Mm. then it's like, oh, now it's official.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, like, the rest of the day is just, like, a warm-up?
1: Yeah, kind of, but also I believe in celebrating birthday months. Like, moving forward, Uh like, I feel like I've done birthday weeks, you know, especially if you're Uh trying to coordinate. It depends on how you celebrate but if you're trying to coordinate between different friends and you want to celebrate with different people and maybe everyone can't come to your sunrise breakfast like I think there's nothing wrong with being like oh I'll the next week we'll go get breakfast and so
0: now okay. I'm like
1: maybe I want to do birthday months
0: I see funnily enough I hate people who do birthday months
1: that does not surprise me Madeline. But you don't <laughs> like to, I feel like maybe you don't yeah. like to celebrate as much right
0: um, I don't mind celebrating. I just like a whole month. Well, I don't know cuz I feel like I have friends who especially in college would be like, "It's my birthday month. We're doing this and mm-hmm. we're doing this and we're doing this and you have to like go to all of these things." Good and point. I feel like I feel like you can celebrate for as long as you want. You can celebrate all week. Like if you have friends who are out of town and you want to grab breakfast with them a week after your birthday, that's fine on, like, an individual basis, but, like, telling everyone, like, this is my birthday dinner and this is birthday drinks and we're going out and we're doing this for my birthday. And, you know, and they have, like, so many celebrations and it just seems a little bit inconsiderate to me, especially if it, like, costs money, That's you know?
1: fair. I, and you know that that's not what I do.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's different. Like, what you yeah. were saying about, like, having a breakfast, mm-hmm. that's, like, I, I don't consider that part of, like, a birthday month. Mm. I, yeah, think I think it's more like, like
1: how are you treating yourself that month you know what i'm saying so like maybe it's like oh the only massage like let's say you want a birthday massage the only mm-hmm. massage that you could fit in is like towards the end of the month and your birthday's in the beginning yeah. you know what i mean like doing yeah and like the week before my birthday back in january like we went to a bookstore i had like some time and we just went to a bookstore randomly on a day and i was like this is so much fucking fun like this feels mm-hmm. like a celebration even though that mm-hmm. wasn't the intention yeah um, but also I get really, I'm very happy around my birthday and also mine is right after Christmas and New Year's. So I feel like, mm-hmm. and we talked about this, like everyone's already in a celebratory mood. However, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have money to spend mm-hmm. on anything mm-hmm. else. And yeah. then if they do, they're like kind of burnt out from celebrating. So I've always kind of mm-hmm. found that. Like when I was a kid growing up, I would get like, some sometimes, some people were very intentional to not do this. But sometimes mm-hmm. it would be like, here's your Christmas and birthday gift all in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was supposed to be born on Christmas Day, so at least there at least there wasn't that. Wow,
0: you were super late then. If I am supposed two, to be born on
1: Christmas Day. Two weeks exactly late. So I'm one week after wow. New Year's, and New Year's is one week after Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, it feels farther, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for you, I mean, you, and you're a summer baby, and I know you like to be outside, and so it's like... Like, last year, I feel like you kind of did the bay paddle, which, you know, we don't have to talk about that. But, like, you did the bay <laughs> paddle kind of as a celebration in a sense, too. And that was, what, two months later? Three months later?
0: Uh Yeah. I mean, like, the paddling into my 30s, it had nice symbolism, but it also doubled as a training paddle. Mm. So I, I was already used to, like, paddling long distances. And I was like, well, I might as well do this. Um, I don't know if the bay paddle was a celebration.
1: <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the intention was like holy shit I can do this and I want to do this by a certain time in my life
0: yeah there definitely has been that with like I have like set these goals for myself especially like with fitness realizing like oh I'm stronger than I thought I was I am fitter than I thought I was I can do these hard things that I always wanted to do but never thought that I could do and when I did like one thing I was kind of like oh what else can I do and then I I would look for these goals and kind of set these goals for myself and my goals have shifted a lot. So not to mm. pivot back to the conversation or, or to pivot back sure. to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My goals for my 20s were, I felt like a lot of my 20s was trying to prove myself. Mm. Um, not to any one particular person. Like, I thought I had to prove myself to the world. And then I eventually realized, oh, I was just trying to prove my worth to myself.
1: I think a lot of people can relate to that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's... mm, I definitely think that there are some people who are trying to prove something to... They think that it's, like, to their parents or to anybody who told them that they couldn't do it. Or, like, maybe to an ex or, like, maybe to their friend group. Or they're trying to prove something to somebody. And they think that it's external. But really, (laughs) it's all internal. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, the... You're trying to prove something to yourself and you put this mask on it so that when you look at it, you're like, oh, I'm trying to prove this to my family. But really underneath that mask is just a mirror and you're trying to prove it to yourself. And when you realize that, you can kind of like then look inside and address yourself and be like, okay, who are you really trying to prove it to? Myself. What am I trying to prove that I'm good enough? Well, you are good enough. So, like, with this information, how can you kind of, like, change your approach? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think my goals and objectives for my 20s to my 30s changed a lot. Like, I feel like 20s, I was trying to prove that I was good enough to myself going into my 30s I know that I'm good enough so like what can I do with that information mm. like what what good do I want to do knowing that I am good enough how do I take that enough and actually use it like I've already achieved it if what I was striving for was to be good enough I've got it I've done it just by kind of acknowledging that that's what I was chasing yeah and now what am I going to do with it for my 20s
1: yeah if we want to kind of compare and contrast yeah um I feel like some of the bigger things for me was like, I didn't know who the fuck I was because I was so in people pleasing mode because Mm -hmm. I was never like appreciated or allowed to show up for myself. So I constantly put myself second. Even if it looked like I was putting myself first, I just like didn't have that confidence Mm -hmm. to own who I was and to figure out who I was. So I feel like a lot of my twenties were figuring out like, what what career do I want right like I changed my major like five different times like Mm
0: -hmm. where
1: do I want to live um what do I want my partner to look like how do I want to show up in partnerships like I went through a bunch of relationships I mean not a bunch but like a few that were pretty lengthy and like made a really big impact and I got to work through a lot of shit before Mm -hmm. I met Matt and then even with Matt like I've worked through so much over my 20s like our relationship started within six months. We moved in together. This I was like 25 at the time. We got a puppy. And then mm-hmm. a few months later, I got, or no, sorry, a year later, I got laid off and I started a business, which is very stressful. And he was running a business at the same time. And so mm-hmm. there's like, I feel like the continuous themes of my 20s was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I know that I am responsible and I can be successful. But like, what does this look like? for me like where where do I fit into all of these conditioning and ideas and stories I've been told over Mm -hmm. my lifetime like how can I separate it from like what feels good for me and what I think I'm supposed to have or want or have to do
0: right I think what I see between what I was saying my story from my 20s and your story from your 20s is that we were both questioning the stories Mm -hmm. that we thought were jeez did you hear that yeah yeah it's loud here wow um yeah there was some lightning the other night near on the boat near the boat that like it was so close it made my hair stand up (gasps) holy shit like i was like ooh, i didn't know that was a thing (laughs) and neither did i uh, but I was sitting in my bed and I watched it out the back deck and I was like, I think it might've struck something right over there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it a is little beautiful spooky.
1: though. Lightning, like
0: if you're in a uh, safe space,
1: uh, sure. If you're in a house, yeah, maybe not yeah. when
0: you're on the water in a boat, uh, that might be a little less safe. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but what I hear kind of between these two stories is, um, I accomplished these things that kind of made me question, okay, these are the st- stories I've been telling myself and if this story isn't true then what else isn't Mm. true and it kind of sounds like you were doing something similar like you were you had been told this is what being an adult looks like this is what running a business looks like and you were like okay yeah sure but also I'm doing this other thing and we're and we were both kind of challenging these things yeah I mean these belief systems that we held to be true right and so how does that tie into our 30s? Would you say, mm. we've done it. We've cracked the code. Uh, no. We're no longer, we've <laughs> challenged all of the stories that we've told ourselves. How do you, how do you look at going forward into your 30s? How do you look at what are your goals for your 30s compared to your 20s in that regard? Yeah. Does that question make sense or yeah. do I need to rephrase it? No.
1: And I know you love okay. asking questions, so <laughs> I'm sure you would be happy to rephrase it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like, for me, to your point, it is continuing to question those things. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think most people question marriage, kids, right? They're like, do I actually want right. these things? Or has it just been told from society that we have to want these things? Um, yeah. I think that our generation as millennials which i feel like is mostly who we're talking to on this podcast but i think that Mm -hmm. a lot of creative business owners can relate to this regardless but like we've gone through a lot of turmoil in our like teenage years up into adulthood like Mm -hmm. the 2008 housing crash september 11th uh -hmm. wild climate change disasters like all these different things that have been like really fucking big a global pandemic like (laughs) so many of us were running a business during that or we started because of that and so Mm -hmm. I think not to get too off topic but like I think where that kind of answers itself for me and and where I think I'm going with my 30s is one like fuck no I'm not done of course not right like yeah I'm never going to be done with learning and unlearning things but Mm -hmm. I think that I feel so much more sure of myself now. Yeah. And I think that that comes across in how I present myself as a business owner. I've, I literally mm-hmm. hear it from clients. Like I have this thing where it's like, are we a good fit before they fill out, um, that my new project form for de- my design studio and also for the coaching side of things. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people have like commented on that. They're like, I think that's so cool that you have that. I really love it. I think it's great that, like, you want to make sure that people are kind of like minded in a sense of like we're on the same page morally and ethically before Mm -hmm. moving forward, but also working styles, like knowing like this is what you're going to get if you work with me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I didn't know that in my 20s. Like, I started my business when I was 26. I had three years of experience at an agency, three years ish, and then a few more years at Whole Foods, where I was like, it was a little bit more of a sheltered job because it was within a, grocery store was very different Mm -hmm. and so I think there were a lot of um it was a lot of responsibility that I had to take on at that Mm -hmm. point by making that decision and I think there was so much learning there because I had no idea what I was doing so a lot of it was Mm -hmm. like this trial and error and I think in thinking about that like I think of you and how many different places you lived and all the different things that you've tried in your 20s Mm mm-hmm Like, how does, like, what does that bring up for you when I say that kind of stuff?
0: I think that, like, uh, how do I want to phrase this? I have more to look back on. Like, you were saying you have more confidence in how you present yourself. Mm -hmm. I sometimes I still feel like I have nothing figured out. Or if you look at the choices that I've made with my business, it looks like maybe I have nothing figured out and I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, I think in your twenties you take any job you can take to survive, mm. um, and I think your twenties is a lot of like survival. Uh, if you're an early adult. You're just trying to figure out how to survive this new, like, adult, kiddie pool that or big kid pool deep in that you've been thrown into. You and swimming and... references. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: no, i just trying to survive it. That's and so good. I've never heard that before.
0: But yes, you keep look going. at you look at your thirties and you're like, like, I, I don't have shit figured out, but I do know that, you know, three years ago I didn't have shit figured out and I figured it out and this is how I did it. And I have somewhat of a roadmap Mm -hmm. and I have more life experience to look back on. And so like, I don't know, thirties is still about experimentation, but you have a little bit of data to back you up. And so you can kind of Be a little bit more strategic in the jobs that you take in the people that you partner with. You know what you're looking for when you ask, are we a good fit? Um, I think in your 20s, you're just trying so much stuff because you don't know what is a good fit because you're trying to figure out, okay, what is my story? What is the story that I've inherited from my family, from society, from my education, my college, my university, from my friends And, like, what have I inherited and what belongs to me? And I think when you're in your 30s, I think I'm still figuring a lot of things out. But I feel like I know myself a little bit better. And even the parts of me that I don't quite know yet, I know what I need to do to get closer.
1: Mm. You know? Yeah. I love the way you phrased all of that. Um, (laughs) mm. (laughs) Okay. I think, too, that uh, I think that sometimes people go through this without realizing that they're going through this, too. So something that I've heard is, like, your 20s are terrible when you look back on them. Like, even if you have (laughs) the best times, you're like, like, think about, like, going out. You're like, I am most likely drinking to, like distract myself from something or numb yeah. something like you're not drinking because you're like this is delicious like it's yeah like, like it's it's there's a purpose there of healing and we didn't i don't feel like i had the words or the language to go through all of my feelings so i think that generations before us and also a lot of people around our age sometimes don't even realize that that's kind of what's happened and i've heard mm-hmm. that like your 30s are kind of the greatest because and this is gonna vary um but they say your third, I have heard from people that your thirties are the greatest because you're still like kind of in shape or active or like nothing hurts. Like in your forties, you start to wake up and like shit hurts. And it's funny. I don't know.
0: Shit hurts now. That's what I was going to say. You're saying saying
1: that nothing hurts. Oh my God. No, I'll wake up in the morning. I'm like, God damn that foam mattress. Like, yeah. But like, I think that you know i don't know if we go back to our our fucking that statement that i said where i was like at 25 your body is starting to decay like oh yeah by your 40s that's a whole 15 years um Mm -hmm. but I, i i think we have a unique perspective mostly talking about our 20s here because we are so early on in our 30s so like yeah if we did this 10 years from now we're gonna have a completely different perspective oh absolutely but like i think something else to to mention too that you know i really like is like Mm -hmm. this big transition between 20s and 30s where again i feel like it's kind of like waking up it's like the legit like oh shit this is real adulthood like Mm -hmm. it no matter what your financial situation is no matter what your family situation is it's like all of a sudden you feel like much more responsible for your life and i also know through astrology and like you and i have talked about this a lot it coordinates with the saturn return which mm-hmm. we don't need to get too much into but it is essentially if you follow the stars or astrology or birth charts like it's when your saturn where it was when you were born comes back to the same location because saturn takes about 28 to 30 years to fully circle the sun so it's like related mm-hmm. to the placements in the sky mm-hmm. anyways it's interesting to see how much people shift in that time period and because i like looking for patterns because i like looking for cycles because i enjoy like energetic healing and looking Mm -hmm. at things like that i think that it just for me it makes absolute perfect sense yeah and you're in your saturn return right now am i yes we talked about this (laughs) so for people who have their saturn in capricorn like myself Uh, we went through it and there are specific dates for every single individual like based off your birth time and chart but we went through it around um, I think it was like it ended in December 2020 for me so it was about a Mm -hmm. three-year span and what's Mm -hmm. interesting is that my partner Matt actually went through his at the same exact time we're about Mm -hmm. like three two and a half years apart Um, but his was different peak dates because he's a little bit older than me um, mm-hmm. but your Saturn is an Aquarius and so y'all are going through it right now and we've talked mm-hmm. about that. We've talked about how like relationships, like this is not like Saturn is the planet of hard work. It is of long-term, <laughs> um, return on investments type of vibes. Like, yeah, it's down to teach you a lesson and you're not going to have overnight success.
0: And how much longer do I have in my Saturn? Uh-huh.
1: So I think you have like two years. <laughs> like it what just what the fuck when did it start well I guess it started December 20 so maybe it's ending in 2023 so you have about a year left but you have I remember looking up like you had peak dates around now and uh, when you and I have been talking about like relationships and stuff of all kinds right like friends yeah. business partners r- romantic it's not the mm-hmm. time for that like it's cool. time for you to work on yourself <sighs> Uh... <laughs> but i think it's interesting how it does tie into this like 20s versus 30s kind of conversation because mm-hmm. i don't know sometimes those things like i'm like magic is real like shit's just too perfectly aligned like right. you can't and like adele talks about it okay like i will forever be like adele talked about her saturn return in people magazine like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Astrology is such a thing. If Adele can talk about it, then I can talk about it. Yeah,
1: and Adele went through a divorce during that. And she talked about how, like, Mm. her whole – she stopped making music for, like, three years because of it.
0: Yeah. So is this actually a a podcast – this podcast episode is actually about (laughs) magic and astrology? I mean – Wouldn't you love that if we did an entire episode (laughs) devoted to astrology? Maybe that's what we'll do in um, – We'll have one. The fall, yeah. where you can have a solo, like, mini where yeah. you just go off on astrology.
1: Yeah. And
0: then I'll have a solo mini-sode where I talk about... Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Breakfast food. <laughs> Wait, I love breakfast I love bref- food. I love breakfast. Nope, it's mine. I called it. You can't have it. It's mine. You can't have it. I'm such a middle child. You're such a sibling. You're just like, uh um. ah. no ma'am I called it sorry can't have it it's mine I love breakfast we should that's the thing about my birthday to circle back to my birthday like I love breakfast Mm -hmm. and so I would love to have like a breakfast birthday party but like I don't like brunch no do breakfast what do you you, well no but like what do you do after breakfast
1: what oh like with
0: with your day with your life like what You love the National Gallery of Art. You can go paddling. I do like a museum. Okay, maybe I'll do a museum on my birthday. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do for 31. I feel
1: like I still owe you breakfast from your birthday last year. (laughs) From 30. (laughs) Because I was on... We, like, kept going back and forth, and I was on a mural, and it was taking up too much time. Remember that? And I was like, there's no fucking way that I can get down to D.C. at 7 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) work.
0: I... I where was I going with this? I love breakfast. I love doing things. In Why the do you love
1: breakfast?
0: I don't know, cause it's really fucking good. I yeah. like eggs. I don't know.
1: I feel like I have memories. I have memories associated with breakfast. Like I,
0: um, I used yeah, to go to my grandparents, yes, maybe,
1: and we would always have like egos for dinner. Like not always, mm. but they were like, "Oh, you want breakfast for dinner?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I mean. And I was a child, so I did not say
0: that. Like, <laughs> so you weren't saying, fuck like, yes. yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, grandma, grandpa. <laughs> um, oh, that's what I was going to say. OK, so I was so excited to go into my 30s. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hear it's the best. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And then 30 fucking sucked. Yeah, It sucked a lot.
1: OK, let's, though, talk about you had the bay paddle, which was excruciating and well mm-hmm. beyond what you thought it was. And you dealt with shitty weather. Yeah. And then, and you pushed yourself too far. And then you completely changed your living situation that was pretty comfortable for the past five years. So like this year for you has been like getting uncomfortable. And I feel like traveling to places again now that COVID, I mean, I know we're probably going to go back in a COVID slump, but like now that COVID has eased up a little bit, like you went to Mm -hmm. San Diego and you went to France and like Mm -hmm. you did these big, long, big things. I've, it feels like it was a really momentous year i don't think you're gonna regret
0: anything when you look back on it maybe i don't know well, i mean we're not out the other side yet i've got mm. i've got one about a month and a half until i'm 31 and so i'm kind of like okay what <laughs> what can still be accomplished in this one more month and then like i am officially into my 30s like no more just being on the cusp like i'm in it yeah I'm starting the race i'm in the decade, and like, what am I gonna do with my thirties? What are you gonna do with your thirties, Jess? Oh man. Cause you're you're ahead of me. You're I'm you've already 31. started the race. I'm thirty one. and a and a half. You're coming up on mile marker two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another six six months. So you've you're almost done with one lap. Yeah. Um. How do you feel like thirty one differed from thirty? Mm. Did it feel super different or kind of the same?
1: I think the biggest thing for me was like. Expectations, But also, like, let's be honest, like, the pandemic fucked with off. any goals, yeah, or plans yeah. or anything. That's um, true. But I think that it was just, like, again, getting to know myself more, not putting mm-hmm. as much expectations. Like, also, I think our daily lives are very different from each other. So, like, I think mm-hmm. for me, there was a lot of, like, taking a step back and looking at, like, my relationship with Matt and my relationship with my dogs and like how am I showing up on a daily basis like if I'm stressed that's not what. what's the point of that so I think that this year has kind of been like this these six months have kind of been more focused on like how can I make money be happy and feel less stressed and how mm-hmm. can I put less pressure on all of those things at the same time and realize that like I don't have to judge myself if I have a bad day, if I have a $200 month, because I know that, like, shit will work out. Like, I'm an optimist, right? Like, we know this.
0: Well, you also have the data to back it up. I have the data. You know that shit will back it up. Like, like, I feel similarly where I've had some really small months lately, especially Mm -hmm. this year, where I've had, like, three $500 months, and part of me wants to panic Mm -hmm. and then part of me is like no no you've been here before this is what it feels like and this is how you get to the other side and like if you have you know eight three four five hundred dollar months in a row then like then maybe we can start to panic but like two months where you're making a little bit less totally like yeah (laughs) it Yeah. it was kind of funny I was thinking about um what is the, the uh, line from Toy Story 2? <laughs> Whenever Jesse is like, we haven't trained for this. <laughs> I like think of that in the opposite when I get like really anxious about my business and I'm like, everything's falling to pieces. Dude. It's like, no, no, we've trained for this. This is literally what the training is for. Like, this is what all that shit. And this is what the first few years of your business are. Like I have been making a lot of strategic moves in my business in the last eight months, not even eight months, like six months, five months, we're in June, six months. And that was all so that I could focus on growing different areas Mm -hmm. of it. And so I kind of had the, had to make the strategic choice to like slow down, take a step back from client work, which brings in money consistently in the hope that I can focus more on like retail and that will bring in more money in the long run. And that will kind of be where my, I find my fulfillment and joy. And I, when I first left my business and when I first left my full-time job, so about three years ago, this was what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a stationary line. I wanted to be doing that full-time. And it took almost two years two and a half years for me to get there and i'm still not quite there but i'm a lot closer now two and a half years later than i was when i first said this is what i wanted and so i think th- those first two years were training mm. of like building my trust muscle building my risk tolerance mm,
1: risk tolerance. gathering
0: yeah investments baby <sighs> That's what they talk about when they talk about, like, uh, what's yeah, your right. risk tolerance yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, when it comes you, to investing invest. in stocks and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, your business is an investment and your t- your time is an investment. And so your 20s are never wasted, even if they feel like they are, especially if you're like, if you want to run a business and you're like, I'm not where I thought I was going to be <laughs> headed into my 30s or okay. I'm in my 30s and I'm, I'm not where I thought I was going to be it doesn't matter like you were gathering data you were making investments like you don't know how that experience is going to pay off yet until you actually put in the work so like the um the best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago Mm -hmm. the second best time to plant a tree is today
1: today i love i say that phrase a lot
0: yeah. Uh, I think because
1: I'm always like, Baltimore doesn't have enough trees. <laughs> so I'm like, do <laughs> like, I need to go out and plant some trees? Um, You're like, uh,
0: I'm taking this literally. I yeah. need to go plant some trees. I
1: have thought about, I've always wanted to give back through my business. And mm-hmm. that's one way that I've always like considered. And I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. And I need to. But OK, you said so much here. and <laughs> First, Sorry for
0: monopolizing the conversation.
1: No, 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 no. In a good way. Like, there's so much stuff that I want to go on tangents but i won't i'll i'll rein myself in the first thing is i just want to like acknowledge how cool it is that you wanted this thing and you've been slowly building up and now you're here yeah it's like the cue the we fucking made it song well
0: i mean you're close i'm not i'm not yeah i was gonna say i'm not i'm not there there's still a long ways to go but but it's a lot more catalog like yes
1: you have enough stuff to put to into a catalog, a catalog. Yeah. and yeah. it's organized and you have like, I mean, you have a ton of stickers and you have a, like a full rainbow line of,
0: yeah,
1: to complete the rainbow, I should say, of <laughs> like the, the stationary and, and greeting cards and like all this fun stuff and,
0: and it's yeah. different it's a, and it's you. Yeah. It's a lot. And, and you know what it is, that is true. So it is me and it took me two fucking years to figure that out. And, like, if I had done this, if I had the time when I first got started and said, I want to have a stationary line, if I had sat down and said, okay, I need 41 SKUs in my product line, I'm just going to crank out cards, I would have – half of them would have been good. I would have hated the other Uh half. And, like, I didn't know (laughs) – you don't know what you don't know Mm -hmm. until you don't know it. But, like, I didn't know what my style was, and and that shit takes time. I think that's the lesson here is, like –
1: experience gives you a lot yeah and to let it take time to let it be a long process to not feel yeah. like like it I think that that's the thing is like society has told us well if you're not successful by this if you're not married by this if you don't have a business by this you're not gonna be you're not gonna be shit mm-hmm. if you don't have a kid by this date then what's the point point? and it's like I think things are starting to shift mm-hmm. in what that looks like and I think that's really powerful like we you and I talk a lot about you're very inspired by Lisa Cogden and mm-hmm. Emily McDowell mm-hmm. and they're both people who started their careers later in life right like yeah. after yeah. 30 basically
0: their careers really took off. their businesses really took off in their 30s yeah like the late 30s if I am remember yeah. correctly I would like to be clear. If the universe is listening right now, I would like to not wait um for my late thirties. But here's the and thing, too. Thank you.
1: So a little, a little business coaching sliding in here. <laughs> something else about uh, there's this whole thing of like when you don't have space for something, mm-hmm. it's never gonna come. So you were
0: mm. <laughs> sorry. So sorry. you no good. That's you were focused. Moan like a cow, but like. <laughs> No, that's so true. That's so true. And I think that's Okay, sorry, finish your so,
1: thought. Okay, so you weren't focused on your stationery because you knew it wouldn't make you enough money. So you had right. other you needed security. You needed survival. Yeah. You needed to pay your rent. Right. And that superseded having the time and space and energy and like lack of funds coming in, yeah, to really focus on your Retail line, but not only that, like to your point, you didn't know what your style was, Madeline. Your cards are so cool and they're so you. And a year ago, you weren't there, you had like a few of them.
0: Yeah, I was headed. Yeah, I it's interesting seeing looking back at stuff that I made a year ago and being like, oh, it was there all along, I just hadn't found it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and that that takes time. Um, no, I you can't see me, but I am head banging in agreement (laughs) along with everything that you're saying. I, uh, Head banging. <laughs> this is, this is going to be so like, this might be a little bit graphic, but I was like listening to this, um, <laughs> this like meditation and they were talking about like, they were talking about like manifestation. They were talking about like planting new seeds and they were like, okay, think about it literally. Like if you want to have a baby, your womb has to be empty mm. to make a baby. Like, you have to literally have that space. You can't be pregnant and also be trying to have another baby. Wow. And so that... I heard that about a year ago. And I think... Yeah, I've been trending in this direction where I've, like, been looking, taking stock of my life. I feel like in my 20s, I just wanted to grab onto everything. Mm-hmm. And I thought if I had everything, then it would fill this hole that was inside me. Like if I just had more, if I could bring in more distractions and more accomplishments and more jobs and more friends and more dating experiences and like all of these things, if I could just bring it all in, eventually it would fill up what felt like a giant chasm inside of me. And I think going into my thirties, my focus has shifted and I'm thinking more like, okay, what seeds do I want to plant where do I want to be where do I want to be in five years and what seeds do or not even five years six months a year whatever what seeds do I need to plant now and what is in the way of me planting those seeds what Mm -hmm. is already in the ground like if we're going back to gardening like what weeds do I need to pull to make room for this uh rutabaga like what (laughs) rutabaga that's what you went with (laughs) <laughs> I like the, I like the, do you uh, like pies? I, rutabaga no, pies? I like, the, I like the consonants. I like, you know. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do you okay. know that, um, the SAT word with the most vowels in it is facetious. It has all the vowels in it. I did not know that, but uh, that I learned out. that in English in ninth grade and it's never left my brain. <laughs>
0: it's never left you. And it decided <laughs> to come up right now. When I said rutabaga, <laughs> you yes. said facetious. I was like, vowels. Uh, <laughs> that's a fun little, that's a fun little word game. Madeline says, so that will be on Bigga Jeopardy one Jess day." Says facetious. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, so just with that in mind, yeah. um, What, having Wait, made all of those connections, yeah. I want to talk about seeds really quickly. Because, yeah, no, that's what that was going to be my question. Okay. Okay. What seeds do you? Well, kind of my question, and you can ignore my question and go off on seeds or whatever. Okay. Or start with your answer and then tie it back into my question, but. Mm-hmm. My question is, what are you, what weeds are you pulling mm. to make room for your new seeds?
1: Okay. Before I answer that question.
0: Yes. First off,
1: I plant sunflowers on my deck every year and I plant them.
0: <laughs> you wanted to talk about literal seeds. I to talk seeds. about literal seeds. Sorry.
1: <laughs> because I almost sent you a picture because you and I both really like sunflowers. You are a sunflower. Love sun-
0: yeah, I love sunflowers. Yeah, I am a human. Realize
1: realized that I am not a sunflower, but I think my brand itself is a sunflower. Mm-hmm. And anyways so every single year when I plant them it's always like very interesting to me how many pop up like I could plant like 30 seeds and only three will pop up or sometimes it'll be 10 or whatever it is Mm. so and there's also like prime times for planting which I feel like a lot of us again don't realize until we're in our 30s and we have land or planters like we're not having Mm -hmm. planters at 20 years old in our apartments right like (laughs) and so this year I planted them literally three days ago and they have already sprouted and there's like 10 of them. And I feel like there's a metaphor here I one. Ooh. It was so cool. But I think that something that I heard you say recently was how you're like, I realize that I have to plant seeds and they take a really long time to grow yeah. with your business. So if mm-hmm. you, and not a proposal necessarily, you make a connection six months later, that connection turns into a project or yeah. something else. I feel, similarly on some things but I think it's a good reminder that like while one of the other flowers that I'm planting in my garden I bought it full size and it hasn't grown much and Mm. then there are these other little ones that I'm like how I didn't even know it grew that much like what a cool transformation yeah in such a like three days like what are the it must have been prime conditions this like disgusting heat here must have just been like sunflowers are like yep it's now and I love this so yeah, much.
0: This is a yeah. this is a podcast for people who like gardening metaphors. Yeah. Right. Why did we Why did we not start with the gardening metaphors wow. eight episodes ago? We could have gone so far with this. I also feel like we use them
1: enough. Like I feel like we talk about trees and sunflowers and nature and
0: not enough. Not as much as we're talking about it right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, time of year. Right when we started this. Oh podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: true. Winter. I know. I was thinking about it. I kind of want to take, I I need to take a picture of myself later today because the, I have that photo from the day that we recorded together where Mm. I'm wearing a sweater and you were like, we should take like brand photos. And I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't like my winter self. I was like, give me two weeks. I was about to go to San Diego. I was like, give me two weeks. I'll be back from San Diego and I'll, you know, my hair will be shorter. I'll have a little bit more of a tan. Maybe I won't be wearing a sweater. And now I'm like sitting here on my boat. It's ungodly hot because I had to close all the windows because it was raining. (laughs) And I'm sitting here in shorts and a sports bra. And I'm like, yeah, this is Madeline. This is peak Madeline.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we need to make sure that we,
0: we need to like, (laughs) we need to take cute little like stage photos. Like, you know, first day of school, last day of school. Yeah. That's us. Yeah.
1: I did, I am like in a shitty outfit, but okay. I'll do it.
0: I'll do it. That's okay. Yeah. Um, you kind of already did with your little uh, eyelash filter that uh-huh. you put on Instagram. I love the eyelash cute. filter. It. You love filters in general, my dude. I
1: used to never <laughs> use filters because I was like, this is perpetuating, right? Like, not accepting yourself. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the filters I use are like kind of funky. So it'll yeah. have like, um, like it'll like be color warped or you know, and I right. just I think that that's really fun. And it I think it makes people pay attention because I think also we see a lot of. Videos now of people, and so it's like, well, if there's something fun to look at,
0: at I think that. Um, I know we're the whole point of this episode was to talk about 20s versus 30s, but I've also been kind of nostalgic both all this week and also in thinking about this episode, looking back at where we started and Mm -hmm. having a little bit of like last day of school vibes, Mm -hmm. like senioritis a little bit. And I think that's, I think that that can't be highlighted enough that like that's what you bring to the table for this podcast is like I would look at you and your filters sometimes not always but I would be like why is just using a filter like why doesn't she just show her face as it is like kind of like what you said like when you were like I never used to use filters Mm -hmm. of like you know she's perpetuating this idea that like she can't just show up as she is or whatever and then I've come to realize like the more you use filters I'm like She's just playing and like, there's nothing wrong with playing. And like, who the fuck cares? Like, are you happy? Are you having fun? Are you like playing with colors and like being silly, goofy? Yeah. Then that's enough. And so like looking back on this episode, I just want to, I went, when I went to summer camp, we used to do public acknowledgements where you would stand up in front of the um, whole camp and you would say, I would like to publicly acknowledge so-and-so for helping That's mortifying. Oh my gosh, it was so nice. No, everybody wanted to be publicly acknowledged. Like, like you're being appreciated in front of everyone. And so it's like, I would like to publicly acknowledge Jessica Langley for showing up on Instagram and using silly, goofy filters and reminding me that it's okay to be silly and goofy and that you can still run a business. Mm.
1: Okay, okay. Let me
0: do mine. Let me do mine. I might have to workshop this later. Oh God. Oh no, you're going to love this. Oh, am I?
1: I want to publicly acknowledge Madeline Ooh. Minka Adams. Did I say that right?
0: Yes, but you left out one of my middle names. Yeah, it's what's fine. the other one? Marie.
1: Minka Marie Adams. There that, you go. That's a triple M. All
0: right. Oh, that's that she is.
1: I want to publicly acknowledge you for asking so many good questions and <laughs> for like being vulnerable enough to have a podcast with me. Because I know that vulnerability is like the thing that you hate the most <laughs> and, and <laughs> communicating and not overthinking things. And I feel like you have showed up in a way that doesn't feel like either of those things.
0: Um, you are very kind. That was very nice. Uh, I think it's easy to do it at a distance. Mm. So I think, I don't know. I think the podcast is different. Like, I mentioned I sometimes forget that people can hear this so totally yeah I I'm able to kind of like hide behind that the illusion that like nobody is listening to this it's just you and me talking and, and nobody th- will know these thoughts that I'm <laughs> saying out loud to you in a very vulnerable oh, they moment do.
1: they do know do the this. thoughts they,
0: they, people listen
1: <laughs> um, hey. but like I think that we've both gotten a lot more comfortable with this, which was one of my goals, to be honest, mm-hmm. was like yeah. my next goal is like to get on a stage and be able to talk like this in person and yeah. not feel so like stage fright. Yeah. Because I think that now that I – so again, I like going back to stories, I used to never mm-hmm. show up on stories as my
0: mm-hmm.
1: my picture, whether it had a filter or it didn't, because yeah. I was like – either no one wants to hear from me or I feel like I'm gonna mess up or I'm gonna have to re-record this and now I'm like it doesn't matter like I can yeah. show up with like food in my teeth and no yeah. one's gonna fucking care because it's more about like what you're saying and yeah. I feel like this podcast has maybe even pushed that even further because there is no visuals here like right you're just listening when you're listening to a podcast which also I think mm-hmm. is why it's so powerful in a way because it's like I don't know I feel like I could go on a tangent here, but I feel like sometimes <laughs> there are sometimes when I listen to podcasts, and my mm-hmm. favorite one is always Jay Shetty. I love Jay Shetty; like yeah. I could listen to him talk for a million hours. And mm-hmm. well, you love accents, so
0: I, know I love that you're accents, to him but I think it's his, his delivery.
1: Accent. I can tell that he's very confident in himself, and he's also mm-hmm. very nurturing and not judgmental, mm-hmm. and he's sharing topics that resonate with me. And so I mm-hmm. feel like there are times where I will take like a full, like I open up my notes app and I'm taking notes while listening and -hmm. it just hits me so well. And I think like, that's the power of a podcast. I I feel like you listen to podcasts a lot more than me. So, Mm -hmm. but like, I think when I listen to them, I'm always like very intentional of like, I'm going to listen to this now and I'm going to be fully present. Mm -hmm. And I think going back to that, it's like sometimes the visuals can be distracting where I'm like, Oh, I'm looking at someone's eye color or hair or whatever. And, and, so I'm saying the opposite of what I said earlier, but like that, that's what it is. Like, I'm still figuring it out. So
0: Hey, that's the beauty of, I think, headed into your thirties. I think that's something that I really appreciate. Um, is you get to change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and they were like, how do you know if like the, like you set these goals for yourself and then you're like, ah oh, man, I'm not there yet. And Essentially, like, how do you cut yourself slack when you haven't reached the goals that you Mm -hmm. set for yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, and and if you define yourself by your goals, and I think as business owners, our businesses define who we are. And sometimes we get, I think it gets a little, we get a little turned around where we think that like our businesses, failures or shortcomings, Mm. though that is not what they are, Mm -hmm. are our personal failures and shortcomings. And... If I said, you know, I want to have a stationary line, if in 2019, when I left my full-time job and started, and I I became self-employed, if I had said, I want a stationary line by the end of 2019, I did not accomplish that. And I think it would have been easy to say, I'm a failure and I should stop this endeavor and I should go back and I should find a full-time job because I define myself as a stationary maker. and. One thing that was super helpful to me when I was working with a business coach was, um, she was like, you know, you have to show up for yourself, and I was like, okay, but like, what if things change? Like, life happens, things come up, and she was like, well, that's when you get to renegotiate. Mm. And I fucking love mm. that verb, renegotiate, because mm-hmm. it, first of all, it makes me feel like a badass businesswoman. I'm <laughs> like, like a lawyer, walking. right? I know <laughs> a lawyer. Like, I'm strutting up to a conference room in my power suit with my briefcase. <laughs> And I'm like, we're here to, we're here to renegotiate and we're not leaving the table until we get what we want. And like, there's some give and take and you have to change your plans and your expectations. And so I think about that with myself when I get mad and I'm like, you said you were going to do this thing and you didn't fucking do it. And like, what good is your word? And what Mm -hmm. good is, you know, like so much judgment, right? So much judgment and not separating
1: yourself. And and to your point. Yeah. Taking all of those as personal failures when there were so many things that you couldn't control in that. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Yes. And like, and realizing, like, oh, okay, maybe I should have renegotiated my expectations. Maybe I should have renegotiated the deadline or my goals or my deliverables or whatever. Both, like, if I'm working on a client project and also with myself. If I'm like, I want to have this many cards in the line by this date like knowing that life sometimes gets in the way and I am allowed to change my mind and I am allowed to renegotiate and that is not a failure Mm -hmm. and if anything it makes my business stronger
1: yeah hell yeah and I I think it's important to just mention too that like there is a fine line between giving yourself that that grace and Mm -hmm. like (sighs) not doing it where you're right. just like yeah, oh yeah, I'm yeah. going to give up like, right. and, and yeah. it's okay oh, to absolutely. give up too yeah. but it's, it's like it's mm-hmm. always so much I feel like kind of what we're saying here is also the intention I think your I 30s think are more intentional
0: I don't think it's so much I think if anything I would challenge you to say instead of thinking of it as like giving up I have changed my mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. changed my mind about the importance that that thing holds to me and therefore I'm no longer pursuing it and yes that might that it might be like very fancy speak for giving up, but like just say you changed your mind and And like
1: your thoughts are powerful. Like they create your reality. So if you're saying give up and you have a really bad experience with quitting or giving up or someone told you that that's not okay, you're going to feel like a personal failure. So yeah, Yeah. if you can rephrase that, this also always reminds me of, because I think a big thing of that shift between my twenties and thirties was, Mm -hmm. um, saying and specifically on mural projects because they're so
0: oh, I volatile love yeah, yeah 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 so yeah.
1: they're so like volatile and it's like I used to always say well something's always going to go wrong and I would mm-hmm. like think about that I would focus on that and not necessarily in a bad way but just like I have to prepare myself for something to right. go wrong right and then I started shifting and I started being like well anytime something goes wrong any mistake it's just a learning lesson it's just an opportunity." Mm-hmm to Mm -hmm. figure out how to problem solve something and inherently i realized that i am not a bad problem solver no and that is literally my job like (laughs) literally as designer
0: (laughs) it makes you a more valuable asset to your clients yeah yeah and i think it gives you more confidence Mm -hmm. like they don't have to know all of the ways you fucked up yeah Uh, all they have to do is see the finished product but you can go in with the confidence and be like Okay, I know that last time this thing happened, and I know that I problem solved it, and, like, this was the final result. And, you know, confidence is everything, Mm. I think.
1: Yeah, I think confidence is probably my biggest thing, because I think for so long, my self-esteem was so low. And it was so dependent, I think I've mentioned this a few times, on external validation. And Mm -hmm. so... I also see a trend where a lot of people, as they get into their thirties, they stop caring about what other people think. And that continues Mm -hmm. to progress as we age. And sometimes you go too far the other way, right? Where you kind of lose your compassion. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I don't give a fuck because it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't bother me. And so there has to be like this fine balance. And I think your thirties are kind of that place where you start to figure that out. Where you're like, again, where do I fit into society? How am I different? How am I, you know, I I don't know. I feel like we could go down the road with that, but like, yeah, it's it's like, it's it's figuring out your roadmap.
0: (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. I think I think we did it. I think think we we did it. We nailed it. I think we successfully took a very amorphous topic, twenties versus thirties. Like (laughs) you were like, let's write an outline, and I was like, the fuck, we will. Like I don't know what is gonna go on it. Like. And then uh, and then I think we did it. I think that there's some good nuggets for the peoples.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, it's like an important reminder as people are listening to this is like this is a snippet. This is one conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Like there
1: are so many other topics and things that we could mm-hmm. have added into this. And yeah. like, I don't know. I just keep thinking about how dependent it is on like the present moment. Right. Like, and just how things resonate and how things are different. From mm-hmm. from each moment, I'm trying to live more in the present. Can you tell? Like <laughs> instead of worrying about the future or like focusing on the past. So yeah, but no, yeah, I I'm this might top my favorite episode. This might be a I
0: no we've had eight,
1: for real. Yeah, we've had like eight episodes now to like work out how we want to sound, and I feel like this and one was eight good. is your favorite. Eight is my favorite, right? January eighth is my birthday, so
0: yeah that is weird i like this episode but i don't think it's my favorite
1: well uh. this that makes a lot of fucking sense to me madeline <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like oh it's vulnerable it's like not talking about just business no blah don't want
0: it. <laughs> but um yeah okay good. so nuggets. yeah no i think we i think we nailed it i think we mm-hmm. did a good job mm-hmm. um i'm i very much like how we landed the plane yeah um
1: you and these damn metaphors if it's not if it's not transportation it's nature
0: <laughs> oh my gosh remember when i was like call me dot baby because yes. i am all about the transportation <laughs> metaphors i just remember there's that. this
1: book uh that i'll lend you and it's mm-hmm. it's called like how to calm the fuck down and she is also <sighs> obsessed with transportation metaphors i believe it's that oh one. wait Ooh. it might be there might be a different book
0: um, Interesting.
1: But someone recently and I was like this style of writing is similar to Madeline. So maybe there's something there. <laughs> but anyways.
0: Um okay Jess. Oh wait. Oh uh, you go yeah. first. Yeah. Fuck. Ah, I gave what it away. Is nah. lighting you up
1: this week, Madeline, for the last time in season 1?
0: Uh, okay. Uh what what is today? Today is Thursday.
1: Today is
0: Thursday. Um I Today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. I'm going to a concert tomorrow. The mm. weekend is, is coming. Um, <gasps> I love the weekend. That's so cool. No, no. Not the musician the oh, weekend. Okay. I meant the actual weekend. <laughs> okay. Wait,
1: what's the concert?
0: Uh, Eli Young Band.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right.
0: So I guess, you know what? I am excited about that. That'll be what's lighting me up. Uh, it's a Friday night concert. Tickets were 20 bucks. Eli nice. Young Band was one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. in college. Uh, there are so many Eli Young Band songs that I played on repeat that I was like, yes, this speaks to my soul. More than, uh, you know, they're like one of those artists that's like up there that I could, yeah. if I had to take an album to a deserted island, like.
1: Really? Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 They're. um their Jet Black and Jealous uh, album for whatever reason. I don't know, man. Just slaps. It Is that what right Crazy the... Girl was on? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a good song.
0: So they're coming out with a new album. <clears throat> they're playing at the bullpen. It's right around the corner from my place at the marina. And so I'll get to like walk over and I'm going with some friends and um, just have a Friday night out and. Uh, I'm looking forward to just kind of being a normal Friday night. Usually Mm -hmm. on Friday nights, I want to be alone and, like, watch a movie, eat a pizza, be by myself. But I always feel guilty that I should be with other people and being like, Mm -hmm. ooh, Friday night. Like, when I was a kid... When I was a kid, I would get anxious on Friday nights because I would be like, I'm supposed to be having this experience and I'm not. And I would get anxious about the things that I didn't have, which we know is a trend of my entire life. Mm-hmm. So do with that what you will. But I don't know. Sometimes I, I have come to realize in my 30s that like I am a lot happier alone at home sometimes. But it's still nice to have these moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what life is all about. You yeah, know, yeah. hanging out with your gal pals, going to a concert, maybe getting a little bit tipsy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, in the summer and being at a concert. And so, yeah, I guess that's what li- that's what's lighting me up.
1: That's exciting. Yeah. Also, I didn't know that you liked country music to that extent. So okay. i be hitting you up to go to... A country I'm not, concert one I'm
0: day. not going to go see Kenny Chesney with you. I just.
1: understand. I understand. <laughs> I knew that that was off the table.
0: <laughs> I don't, I like this is, this is going to be me sounding like a, a hipster, but like, I like big name country. I enjoy, I like listening to on the radio, but I don't really like going to like big country stadium concerts. Mm-hmm. For me, growing up, country concerts were like a dance hall on a thursday right. night with like some people from college or like a saturday night and like seeing eli young band or kyle park or randy rogers like some sort of like texas red dirt country that you could like dance to that you could boot scoot around to <laughs> do you like that i pulled out my accent just for yeah, you.
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> boot scoot and boogie here we go <laughs> there's go That's come on me- baby yep. let's go boot scoot yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm sure there's one or two that we might have in common that we could figure out a a concert to go to one day.
0: Okay, that's very um, ambitious, but okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. That'll be
0: my that'll be my like anniversary gift to you. Oh when we yes. Hit ten years in our friendship and our. Ten years? Jesus Christ! I don't.
1: Do you a not decade? think we're gonna
0: be? Do you not? Oh, I was like, do you, I thought you were saying ten years because like,
1: Didn't we're not gonna be friends, friends in ten no, years. No. I see what
0: you're saying. You're saying like, I don't want to wait ten years. Yeah. You
1: sound like Matt. Everything's like, well, it's fine. We can wait five decades. What? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Jess. And five decades, we'll go to a country concert <laughs> together.
1: All of the country stars will be gone by then. Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, they make new ones, right? They do, like, there they will do. be new ones. But I
1: don't listen to country as much anymore. I really like. I kind of stopped in like, I don't know, 2015. So I feel like, it. I don't. I just don't have it on the radio as much. Now I'm more into like um indie and and like pop but like mm. the weekend and um <laughs> like Khalid no not yeah. Khalid 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 yes thank you
0: yeah
1: I always want to say DJ Khalid
0: yeah <laughs>
1: different He's people character. um all right what's lighting okay. me up yeah oh, Jess wait let me let, let's have you ask the question because I know you love the questions
0: <laughs> hey Jess what's lighting you up this week
1: hmm All right. So um, my five year business anniversary, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, The unexpected massage Reiki healing, energetic healing thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to the beach next week, which I have mixed feelings about because I am not a beach person. But I realized Mm -hmm. that it is a full week, Saturday to Saturday, to like, I don't have anywhere to be. I don't have anything Mm -hmm. to do. If I want to sit inside all week, great if I want to sit under an umbrella, if I want to go swimming, like all of those things I can do. And it's in the Outer Banks in mm-hmm. the like four by four road. So what's great mm-hmm. about that is that uh, literally like no one's around. So it's like a mm-hmm. beach to ourselves with our dogs and like some of Matt's family. And yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. So, And it'll be a good um, a good little summer trip. I was saying I don't remember the last time I've taken like a beach trip
0: for mm-hmm. this
1: long. Or really, I mean, my beach trips have usually been really short. Yeah. So I think what we've determined is that uh, without a doubt, mm-hmm. you are a summer hot weather fan, and I am a cold <laughs> weather fan. And mm-hmm, I'm good mm-hmm, in the fall mm-hmm. and the winter.
0: You've got so, winter vibes. Yeah. I got
1: winter vibes, yeah. I am not a winter, though you know how like they do different makeup and clothing that looks like on your you? color tone my color tone is like i think it's autumn or spring it depends what color my hair is at the moment
0: really mm-hmm.
1: what are you are i you guess a summer? that's
0: true i have no fucking clue i would
1: think that you're a summer it's like it's kind of weird because it's like eye and hair color but again when people get it, tanner, well it's also
0: like it's like skin tone too
1: yeah it's like undertones of your skin yeah. tone which is yeah, hard. It's like, does silver jewelry or gold jewelry look better in you? And I'm like, I don't know. I wear them both. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. I think gold jewelry looks better on I me. I think so. But, yeah. but I can't tell if that's like a personal preference, you know? Like how much of it is right. it looks right. better on me because I like it or how much of it, you know? Which mm-hmm. that's everything. Everything is subjective. Mm. And then. Wear what you want
1: like you know if you want to take it one step further and tie it back to everything it's like did you only see people wearing gold jewelry growing up like were mm-hmm. you only
0: accustomed to gold jewelry
1: i'm just saying like
0: oh, no. you're over here trying to turn this into a coaching metaphor and you're how like how much
1: does it all is, like, is your
0: scarcity mindset motivate how good no. or how bad you think you look in gold jewelry
1: i mean that's true but no more like conditioning yeah if you were told okay. yeah all right cool i'm excited yeah. about this this is a good way to end
0: yeah so that was season one baby we -hmm. are done Mm -hmm. uh we're gonna go on a little summer break jess is going on vacation i am going nowhere i'm very excited about it Uh, (laughs) and we will see you in the fall where we will be back for season two with more shenanigans more astrology Mm -hmm. some interviews um just what can the good people expect from us in season two more what oh
1: my gosh yeah more gardening metaphors
0: yes fuck yeah (laughs) I can't believe it took us eight episodes to find that
1: um and I think probably some more I don't know I mean I feel like our guests that we have been thinking about are going to be such a wide range of people but they're going to be people for the most part that I think we know pretty well too Mm -hmm. um so, I think it'll be expansive to see how that kind of adds to our dynamic of things. But yeah, definitely witchy, astrology, uh, maybe some more technical pricing uh, yeah. business things. Um, definitely
0: more business projects. I know yeah. you have a few upcoming. I have a few upcoming. And so, yeah. I think we can do more uh, like breakdowns. deep dives into project yeah. breakdowns, start to finish, lessons learned, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, that um, would be awesome to do one. Yeah.
1: That'll yeah, be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're gonna hear more about your retail business because it's gonna Hopefully.
0: be booming. God willing, and the creek don't rise. We're hoping <laughs> that uh, there will be something to tell.
1: I feel like we're gonna get more Texas coming out of you.
0: <laughs> I've really been leaning into like the Texas sayings lately. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. I think it's I think it's me heading into my thirties. I'm like I don't give a yeah. shit anymore. I'm gonna sound you. as southern as I want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh. And I think most importantly, I just want to remind everyone because I feel like it's such a consistent theme here that it is okay to change your mind. If there's nothing else you take away from all of this, like it's all an evolution and it's all a roadmap and there's no destination. Like the Mm -hmm. whole thing is finding what feels good to you.
0: That's so smart. That's smart that you tied it back to the name of our
1: Mm -hmm. podcast to close.
0: I like that. (laughs) I'm a connector. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Till next time. Alrighty then. Till <laughs> next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.